This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hey trainers and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. I'm the host of this show. Uh, I have today with me uh, my friend. We had him on a couple episodes ago. Uh, Renee, how's it going? It's good. It's good. It's good to be back. Good, good. All right. So I hate this phone so much. Anyways, um, okay, so let's go ahead. Let's get started. Um, those of you who are listening live, if there is anybody listening live right now, yes, good. Okay, um, you can see the show notes for today's episode uh, at pokedexradio.com slash 79 after the show. So maybe an hour or so afterwards, you can go ahead and check those out there with all the links and everything that we're talking about today. Well, not much links, mostly pictures and words and stuff. Um, Isn't that what links are in the end? Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there are some links, but they're links back into into like the Pokedex Radio website, like related articles. But the, uh, the plugin I'm using on WordPress <laughs> isn't really that helpful. <laughs> Yeah, it's like apparently this episode, like what I saw when I was writing them up, is related to the first episode. Makes no sense because I didn't talk about anything in the first episode. Either way, um, you can follow the Pokedex Radio on Twitter at Pokedex Radio. Uh, Renee, what's your Twitter handle so they can go and follow you as well? <laughs> um, Renee only one e, and it's a number one. Yeah, uh, Renee only the number one, and then the letter e. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook. Uh, like I said, follow us on Twitter. Um, the live show, if you're not listening live, you can always um, listen to us stream live at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, every Saturday. Maybe not every Saturday, but we'll see. Uh, let's see what we got for today's show then. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, that new anime thing, The Strongest Mega Evolution Act 1, uh, Garchomp uh, and Charizard distributions for South Korea, uh, the FIFA World Cup, which is going to be awesome, um, Diamond and Pearl, and Super Smash Brothers. So um, let's get started. What do you want to start with? Let's start with that strongest Mega Evolution thing, because that was extremely interesting. Yes. Um, my uh, and Let me just quickly just say this. My favorite thing about this, it's not Ash. Yeah. I'm that, done. That <laughs> uh, definitely is a huge positive for it. I mean, obviously, kids are identifying of Ash, but at the end of the day... They need a trainer who actually knows what he's doing. <laughs> exactly. And that's what, that's what red was during the, the Pokemon origins thing, which was amazing. And, and Ash is, you know, kind of derpy, kind of dumb, and he doesn't learn from his mistakes. Um, and this kid, uh, for, for mega evolution act one or strongest mega evolution act one, his name is Alan. And this kid is obsessed with mega evolution uh, and he wants to have, and he he owns a Charizard, which Mega evolves into Mega Charizard X. Um, 
So he goes out and tries to battle everybody else who owns a, a mega evolve, a Pokemon that can mega evolve. Um, let's see here. Uh, completely new character. Looks kind of like a Yu-Gi-Oh character to me. I don't does, know. Actually, yeah. He's yeah. Kind of got that uh, little foofy hair thing. Type of look going on. Yeah, he does a little bit. Um, let's see. Uh, Strongest Mega Evolution airs on April 3rd in Japan. I'm not sure when we're going to get it here in the States. Um, what did Origins? Uh, Origins uh, aired also around April last year, didn't it? Yeah, or April. It, in, it only came out until like what? October, November? Something, something like that. Um, it is on Hulu now, Origins. So those of you who have never seen Pokemon Origins can watch it over there. Um, Oddly enough, uh, Arceus and the Jewel of uh, Arceus and the Jewel of Light, and um, I believe Lucario and the Mystery of Mew might be another one of the movies. I'm not sure are now available on Hulu as well. I'm not sure if you need to have Hulu Plus or not. Um, either way, it's like eight bucks a month, and the first like two weeks are free. So I, I would suggest definitely to go ahead and check it out. Um, anyways, about the strongest strongest Mega Evolution, it, uh, it premieres April 3rd in Japan. I'm not sure how many acts there are going to be. Um, Definitely one, possibly two, uh, but <laughs> I think there's actually going to be either two or three. Um, I read somewhere that there will be three acts, and um, uh, Renee, I mentioned to you was it yesterday when you, we were when we when you came over to my desk at work um, yeah. that even though there's only I think 26 or 29 mega evolutions, I was listening to another podcast called uh, Pokemon Mystery Universe, the PMU podcast. Shout out to them. Um, they they mentioned something about Mega Golem, which was really interesting because Golem doesn't have a Mega Evolution. So I don't know if there's going to be more in the future, or or what. Um, it, to me, it seems that if they're going to be announcing um new Mega Evolutions, that's probably like the best place for them to do it, like a special just completely based on Mega Evolutions. I mean, it makes the most sense, and it seems like something that they would do. Yeah, definitely. Because you, I mean, that's what they did at the beginning of of Pokemon itself, where where they started actually like announcing stuff in the in the anime and the movies. Uh, that's how Snubble was announced. That's how Meryl was announced. Um, not sure about any of the other, you know, Pokemon. I think Tog yeah, Togepi was announced in the uh, um, in the anime. The it's, yeah, in the show, you know, Misty had Togepi, all that deal. So. Maybe. I mean, I would love to see more Mega Evolutions of other Pokemon in the future, not just 29. I know the reason they only did so few was obviously not to, you know, have every Pokemon have a Mega Evolution. I mean, I would love to see Mega Raichu. That would be kind of cool. You know, or even like all the starters, that's good. Uh, a lot of my favorite Pokemon, Houndoom, has a, has a Mega Evolution, but there has to be a Mega Evolved form, I feel, of every Pokemon. Probably maybe like when we're in like generation like ten, there'll be like a, at least every Pokemon that's out right now. Because mm -hmm. what generation are we in right now? Generation six. six. Yeah. Yeah. So probably by generation ten, they'll maybe have come out with more, and everything that's currently out might have an Mega Evolution. Maybe because I know they didn't want to have any Mega Evolutions for the sixth generation. Uh, yet there, I mean, obviously, if you look at all of the Pokemon from Sixth Generation, there are no Mega Evolutions of any of them, at all, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and it makes sense. Them, I yeah, mean, they're brand new themselves, so it's no reason for them to be basically get reinvented. Exactly. So yeah, that's true. Um, 
I don't, like the thing is like I liked Mega Evolutions, but I didn't like Mega Evolution at the same time. Like I wanted it to be, you know, a, yes, this is good, it's new, it's different, but it's like a fourth evolution. Why I, everything was always only three. Everything was in threes with Pokemon, um, and then they bring in a fourth. But it's not really like it's more of like a lateral evolution than a you know up and down. I, I don't know the word. <laughs> and then a, and yeah, a, but I mean, um, the sequential evolution. Kind of goes along with it. Um, when you think of uh, what's his name, Poliwag, Poliwhirl, and Poliwrath. Yeah, I mean it technically has a fourth one when you go into Politoed. Yeah, but Politoed is is like on the same level as Poliwrath, though. That's true. That's true. And then the same thing for Eevee. I mean, Eevee has pretty much every every type you can think of. It'll eventually have you know an evolution for, but they're all pretty much lateral. They're all on the same level. They're not like you know, Flareon doesn't evolve into anything. Um, it'd be awesome if it did. I mean, I'd love to see even a normal type Eevee. Uh, yeah, Eevee I Lucian. definitely would love that. Yeah, but so far, nothing of that. They're all pretty much around the same, similar stats. Um, who else also has that as well? Um, uh, Vileplume and Belossum, roughly on the we same level. At, um, who was it? Well, no, no, that doesn't take it more than three. I was thinking um, Elect. Elec, um, Electrode, Electrode, no, not Electrode, um, Elec type, Elekid. Elekid, yeah, yeah, Elekid, yeah, oh yeah, he was also in the, uh, I think in the second movie that he was kind of like shown in or announced in, um, yeah. the third, I don't remember which one, but, but he yeah. evolves into, um, Electabuzz, Electabuzz. Name. yeah, and then they evolve into that other one, yeah, but it's only, th- yeah, that one, yeah, it's only three yeah, it's for that only one, three. um, Porygon was interesting, because they kept adding to Porygon as well, not a mega evolution of it, but just a normal evolution. Porygon, Porygon 2, duh. and then Porygon Z. But, I don't know, as but far don't as... Don't you yeah. need, um... How do you get Z? I know Porygon 2 was just... Evolution... Um, you need to be trained, uh, traded with, uh... Upgrade. It was some disc. Yeah, upgrade, there you go. And then Porygon Z, you trade it with something... It's another held item as well, I think. And is it from Porygon 2, or is it from Porygon Z? Or from Porygon... It's from Porygon 2 to Z. Okay. Yeah. At least you don't. Yeah. You just have to go in that order. Yeah, because it's like everything is just keeps training through it. But as far as Mega Evolutions, as far as this uh, strongest Mega Evolution uh, series, seems interesting, seems fun. Um, I'd like to see it. That's what what Origins brought to me, at least. It was was a lot of fun. It was very different. Yeah, we all knew the storyline anyways, which was fine, but it actually brought a little bit... It, it gave it a more entertaining value than just the game. Cause in the game you're going around, you know, you're training, you're grinding, you're doing this and that for me with the very first game, I didn't, I never really understood the storyline until I actually sat down and like read about it, you know? Yeah. Plus I was 10 um, for me. I'm um, definitely with this one. I'm just looking forward to, um, same thing with origins that they did, like an actual story that's not involving. And I love Ash. You know, I grew up on Ash. Mm-hmm. But involving a trainer that's really that actually has a goal, that actually has aspirations, as as opposed to well, Ash who's just running around. He does have aspirations. Best. I mean, it, he does, but he doesn't. Like that's that's the thing. Because obviously, yeah. from from a business standpoint, he can't fulfill his goal pretty much ever. Um, even though he wants to be a Pokemon master, he can't be a Pokemon master because he always has to be you know, one step under the next person he battles, even though Pikachu is probably 
if we're talking, yeah, exactly. And he keeps losing to, you know, wild Caterpie and stuff. It's like, come on, (laughs) come on. Um, but from, from a business standpoint, I understand completely, but from a chronological standpoint, I'm like, this dude's not a Pokemon master yet. He's never beaten any, anybody really. Uh, I really have only ever watched like maybe the first three seasons of Pokemon. So, um, uh, Indigo Plateau, uh, what was it? Orange Islands. And then a little bit of Johto. And that's when I kind of started fading out, especially once, um, advanced generation, once they went into Hoenn, um, I, I just stopped watching. Not, not because like they jumped the shark or anything. I just, I just didn't. Yeah. You just couldn't keep track of it. Yeah. It, it was too much. And I had skipped episodes and stuff like that, or I forgot to watch this weekend, you know, those kinds of deals. But, um, this is interesting. I like this. I like the new character, even though he looks kind of like Yugi, um, from Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, a little bit, kind of like not Yugi. What was the other one after Yugi? Um, Jaden. Oh yeah, Jaden. Yeah, probably like one of his friends or something. They, they get all your look. Game on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it was Get Your Game. I, I forgot what it was. Yeah, I think it was Get Your Game on. <laughs> but, ridiculous. Um, no, no. Then that's true. Like the whole business standpoint. Obviously, he can mm-hmm. never become Pokemon Master. So that's where these short series that they're these short series that they're doing is really great. Yeah. These characters actually can achieve what they're going for exactly and and that's what i want to see with origins like i i think there was something announced that they were supposed to i i, I can't remember and i don't want to be sitting here like spreading misinformation or anything <laughs> but I, I i want there to be a you know johto origins as well obviously it's not going to be red obviously but we will if they were to do something like that obviously we're going to see red again and we're definitely going to see blue again and then you know professor oak and all the other things because they have you know professor oak has his radio show um oh that's right yeah he did mm-hmm but we're straying off topic. Let's get back on here. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What should we do next? What should we do next? Um, uh, let's see here. Let's go to the Lumios, uh, uh, Lumio city and super smash brothers. An awesome. I love that they're doing, uh, the, like the, the handheld gaming, even though I know the, we use sales were kind of terrible. I think they're doing a little bit better now. Um, 3ds, um, that sold like hotcakes. I mean, 3ds is an amazing handheld device. Nintendo, Pretty much, you know, I, I don't know what the word what the word is, but uh, run with it? yes, that that's good. Um, I'm trying to say that they're really good at handheld devices. Can't think of like oh, there's a one. Never mind. Let's just move on. Um, King of handheld. Pretty much, yeah. Um, they. Uh, it was recently announced um, that Prism Tower will um, will be in Super Smash Brothers. It'll be a playable level that you can battle around the Prism Tower. You can battle outside of it, inside of it. Obviously, in the background, you'll see Lumio City as well. I like this. They did the same thing with the original Smash Brothers with uh, Celadon City. Um, I don't know. You saw the pictures for it, right? Yeah, it's definitely... I, I like it. Um, obviously, they're trying to... Whatever games are out in this current generation to incorporate them into True. The new Super Smash Brothers, and that's amazing. It's good for them to do that. Um, still don't have a wii u but again from this game's probably going to be the one to make to make me buy it <laughs> yeah this is definitely the tipping point the super smash brothers i mean that was one of the very first nintendo games a nintendo console games i ever played not handheld but um definitely the tipping point for me to go ahead and 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 purchase a nintendo wii u but uh, uh the only thing i don't like and because there's only uh four screenshots of it yeah. that, that i've been able to actually see but what I don't like about it is if you remember in Super Smash Brothers, I think it was Brawl, where you're able to battle on um 
uh, the the F Zero, I think was F Zero, right, with uh, Captain yeah, Falcon. Yeah, um, I know which one you're talking about. And the cars are racing around and everything, and you're just on that platform, and you're not really able to go anywhere else. That's what this seems like to me. Just the platform. You're not able to actually, obviously, not go through the city or anything because it's a you know kind of a side-scrolling type of battling deal. Um, but it's just like it seems like you're just going to be battling on that platform. The platform is going to be moving around the city, you know, outside of Prism Tower, inside of Prism Tower, you know, and, like on the streets of Lumios, and that's pretty yeah. much it. I'm hoping they do something that at least you can kind of interact with the surroundings. Like you can on some levels. Like I remember back on um in Melee and I think Brawl as well, there was a Kirby level where there was a tree in the middle and he would drop apples or and you could yeah. like, use those apples and throw them at your opponents. Or there was the um earthbound, the uh, nest level. Yeah, that was that was by every once in a while. I like that one. All over the place. Yeah, I did like that one as well. And it and it wasn't Brawl I'm thinking of, it was Melee that had the uh, F0 level. Um but yeah, I mean I obviously I want more interaction with the with the uh, with the levels instead of just you know one thing going by and it like smacks you when that's it you know yeah. like like the cars or like the apples and the tree that you know blows wind and stuff like that um, oh I forgot about that yeah yeah because it, it it'll it'll blow wind I think the apples fall when the wind is blowing and then you can take the apples and throw them because they're items um, yeah I mean which which is nice but um. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens in these games because I, I want to see a little bit more interaction with the, the you know surrounding elements. Um, I mean, I doubt it's going to happen, but we'll. It, it's always going to be nice uh, to oh, see little thing, things. Looking at the screenshots, mm-hmm. it looks like all of them are 3DS screenshots, True. and I know that they've said that they're going to technically be the same levels, but obviously since different platform, there might there's going to be differences. Yeah. So I'm assuming that probably the Wii U one might might have a better interaction than these ones and just being just like a little platform all over the place. True. And maybe, yeah, more than likely, because obviously the Wii, I mean, the, the Wii U version is going to be um, a little bit more accessible, a little bit easier to play. And the graphics are going to be a little bit better with more access to, you know, a, a better engine uh, in order to play with. But, and then, and then the 3DS is, you know, not going to be as, you know, robust as the the wii u version obviously which is going to be nice and i don't because the thing is i don't know anything about i don't know much about the the new super smash brothers game and i don't know if you can clarify this for me or not um is it going to be pretty much like both are pretty much the exact same game you can take your character you can take like all the characters you either buy one game or the other or is it going to be like a um uh, like how let's say Pokemon Stadium was uh, just to make things uh, simple where you have your game you have your Pokemon in your handheld game and you can kind of port them over no from what from what it seems it looks like they're basically doing um the the first scenario you mentioned they're both the same game mm-hmm. but I mean there's just graphical tweaks or levels might be a little different just because of the fact of the system it's running on but um they're both the same game both all both of them have the exact same characters same levels all of that so it's so it's not going to be because I don't, I don't know if you ever played Super Mario Tennis. No, I, I hope haven't. so. Ah, okay. No, because with Super Mario Tennis, like the Game Boy Color version, which was one of my favorite Game Boy games, honestly. Um, you played a kid named uh, I think his name was Phil. I don't remember, but anyways, you played this kid and um, you went around trying to be the best tennis player in you know this like resort thing that you're in. Um, Eventually, you end up going up against, uh, you know, Mario and Luigi in the end, 
and everything. You just keep leveling up and doing better. And with Super Mario Tennis for the N64, it's a very similar thing, but it's just you playing tennis, you know, like kind of like Wii Tennis. Um, and there's not really much leveling up or anything like that in the Wii Tennis version. I mean, in the Wii Tennis, in the, uh, um, the, N64 version. the N64 version of, Super, of uh, Mario Tennis. But you can port your little dude over to the game and he'll, you know, be leveled up and everything. And you could, you can, you know, take him back into the D into the uh, game boy and you could level him up more, put him back into the N64 version. And he'll be, you know, that higher level, you know, with, you know, the same type of, uh, you know, tennis racket and everything. That's what I'm hoping for, but I don't, I, I doubt that that's going to be it. Like you said. That thing sounds really cool, though, to be able to like have your character leveled up and take him into the the uh, Wii U version. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Exactly, because I would love to be able to like, and and I and I highly doubt Nintendo's going to go this way with it, um, or even uh, the director um, who's actually the one who's programming the entire game, um, uh, Masahiro um, Sakurai. And I don't know if he, uh, and again, I doubt this is even going to happen. But it'd be awesome. Is like, okay, I can have Link, right? And with Link, I can level him up, get better items, better stuff, you know, all that type of deal. And then be able to, like, on my handheld version, I can go around, play wherever I want, come home if I wanted to play online. I can play online with other people who, you know, are of similar level as me, you know? I don't know. No, 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 that, that makes sense. Either way, I'm excited for Super Smash Brothers Brawl. I mean, Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS and, uh, and the Nintendo Wii U. Um definitely going to be the tipping point for me to buy the wii u um i don't even know how much they are right now i'll have to just grab one through amazon one of these days uh, yeah i think they're um if i remember correctly they're 300 right now mm-hmm. or 299.99 and it bad. comes with either the legend of zelda wind waker for wii u uh-huh. or you can get the bundle that has um mars i think it's uh super, new super mario brothers uh New, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U, like the cat and then one. It also comes with like that Luigi uh, version of the game as well. Some just games that I'm not interested in, but oh well. I'll probably just buy like the the straight Wii U by itself. Huh. All right, let's move on. Um, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Super Music Collection is now available in iTunes. It was available in iTunes like ten days ago, but I didn't just didn't get around to the topic. <laughs> um, I'm excited for this just because more music and. I don't know. You were able to listen to it right before the show, right? Yeah, just a few of the tracks. Yeah, music from the Diamond and Pearl series. I mean, we had the Heart Gold and Soul Silver one earlier. We had Pokemon X and Y, which other ones are out as well. Um, I don't the remember. Heart, I'm not Heart Gold, Soul Silver. That one's out. Um, X and Y. Fire Red, Leaf Fire Green. Red and Leaf Green are out as well, which is awesome. You know, all of these music, all, all of this music is now finally available to, for us to listen to. You know, instead of you know, like what I like, honestly, what I used to do as a kid, and I mentioned this in the episode that I talked about the heart, gold and soul silver version was I would go to an area, put headphones in my, in the, you know, in, in the headphone jack of the Game Boy or whatever I was using and just sit in that area and just listen. Yeah, I don't know. I was weird like that, but this no, is, no, it's, yeah, it's understandable. I know. Um, I, I enjoy doing that with, uh, heart, gold, soul, silver mm-hmm. or not heart, gold, soul, silver, original gold and silver. Yeah. Um, because since they had the, if you remember correctly, the radios. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's what I loved about our gold and soul silver games. And obviously the original gold, silver and crystal 
was the fact that you could actually like listen to the radio and, and, you know, and they had a couple of other little extra things with the radio, like the, uh, like Buena's password and stuff like that. But that's, that's something I want them to come back with. Cause I know, haha, radio is a dying medium, but I liked that, that there was a little bit of a more real world aspect about, you know, the Pokemon world itself. Yeah, it did. And, um, if I remember correctly, because I only played the beginning of Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Didn't they also have somewhat of a radio feature going on? I remember the Poke Gear, but I don't remember what the Poke Gear did. The, the Poke Gear itself, I think the Poke Gear was the one from Heart, uh, was uh, from Gold and Silver, and then in I don't remember, but in in the Sinnoh version, there was um kind of like obviously it was like a DS looking kind of deal. It was kind of just your yeah. your Pokedex. And it had all these little things, but there, as far as I remember, there was no radio for it. Um, there was a thing where you can monitor your uh, Pokemon in the daycare. You can see your Pokemon there. You could draw on it and stuff like that. Um, I don't remember there ever being any sort of radio or even kind of communication devices in the Sinnoh region. Um, yeah, I'm probably just confusing myself. Yeah, no, it's fine. But uh, in in Hoenn, though, there was. Um, I think they did. They, I did think. I think they did keep the phone in the Hoenn, but they did. I remember because you yeah. could call up trainers. Mm-hmm. But and it, little Joey would call you, telling you about his ratatouille. Oh, stupid Joey! You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, there was no like. That's what I loved about at least that original game uh, the, of Heart Sold and uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I mean, Gold and Silver was that there was that was the implementation of day and night. Uh, there was the radio stuff. Um, it was. It felt like. I mean, obviously there wasn't seasons like there was in uh, uh, black and white. Uh, I mean, there's not even seasons anymore now with uh, X and Y, which kind of sucks. Like, I wish they would have kept the seasons aspect of it. I know it was pretty much just a gimmick for uh, uh, for uh, Sawsbuck. And Were like, there others as well that changed with the seasons? Um, there's one that changes, not with the seasons, but he's not. A, he's a, a Hoenn Pokemon, though, cast form. Oh, cast form. Yeah. yeah. Um cast form changes with just the uh weather, not the seasons yeah. themselves. So it'll change to ice, it'll change to for sunny day, uh, I mean snow, sunny day and uh for rain. Um but yeah. And we got five listeners. Awesome. All right, let's see here. How how long have we been going for? What time is it? 7:30. We're still we're still good on time. Let's move on to the next topic. Um we're going to go with now with the uh, the Garchomp and Charizard distribution events for south korea but even though it's for south korea usually this kind of stuff is eventually kind of brought out to the rest of the world as well um uh, the only thing is unfortunate though a lot of like let's say just japanese events like currently they're doing one for all the evolutions for japan and it sucks that we don't get any of that kind of stuff wait what are they doing with all the evolutions they're distributing them. They've been distributing them every since single one? October, I think. I believe it's every single one. Let me go to Bulbapedia wow. and check that out. Uh, I want every single Eevee. Well, I guess you could just breed an Eevee and keep getting them. Yeah, like if you go to the uh, the front page of Bulbapedia, the bulbanews.bulbagarden.net deal. Yeah, they've uh, they've been doing it since October 12th. It's an on-location distribution event, though. I don't know where oh. it is. I'll have to check it out. But they're doing Pikachu uh and Eevee and all of its evolutions uh at least as far as wi-fi goes um there's uh, there's the japanese one which we're talking about right now I mean, the, the korean one that we're talking about right now the um 
uh, the Garchomp and the Charizard, which, where, when are they doing this one? Um, either way, Garchomp will be distributed with Garchomp item so it can Mega Evolve. Charizard, depending on which game you get it in, if you get it in X, you'll get um, Charizardite um, X. If you get it in Y, you'll get Charizardite Y. Um, and the other reason for this, it looks like it's because of the Pokemon World Champion uh, Pokemon World Championships 2014 qualification tournament. Um, Garchomp is level 48, has the ability Sandvale. Um, it will be distributed at the. I'm not going to pronounce that. Uh, Jun Dong Lot Department Store um, in uh, Munhua Hall on the 10th floor from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on April 12th and 13th. Um, it'll have the moves Draco Meteor, Dragon Claw, Dig, and Crunch. Why not Earthquake? Uh, anyways. Um, you can teach that. That's TM, isn't it? Yeah, it's TM. Dig still. is, uh, yeah, 20. Uh, unless they changed it, it was always TM28. Um, and so was Earthquake, actually. 26, I think. Either way. Uh, Charizard um, will be, okay, well, Garchomp one deal. Uh, it's going to be distributed via infrared for Pokemon X and Y, so you'll have to bring your your 3DS, and it has a little infrared port on the on the back of it, which I didn't even realize it had one until I read this article. Um, Charizard will be distributed via mystery gift uh, to the X and Y games. Again, this is all just for South Korea. Um, you'll have to um, go to the actual uh, event hall and uh, on the on the website Pokemon event hall option on the Kids World section of the Ola TV official website. And you'll be able to get it through there. Uh, Charizard itself, um, the one holding Charizard X, uh, will have the ability Blaze. It'll have the move Dragon Rage, Fire Fang, Air Slash, and Dragon Claw. Uh, the Charizard um, for that's holding Charizard at Y will have the ability Blaze. Also, it has the it has the moves Fire Fang, Flame Burst, Air Slash, and Inferno. Um, my favorite, obviously, being Mega Charizard X because it comes it becomes a dragon, but. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the the better one. Uh, let's see here. Um, but as as far as the other events going on right now, Wi-Fi events. There's only South Korea that's still doing that Scizor and Garchomp one. Um, that's South Korea, right? No, hang on. English language Scizor and Gar. Oh, that's the. Um, sorry, that's the. Uh, what's it called? One the Walmart event is still going on. Oh, I forgot all about exactly right. Um. So yeah, there's one um, Koro Koro Garchomp that's still going on in Japan only. Uh, started November 15th. It goes until August 29th. Um, the Singapore Gar... Excuse me, Singapore Garchomp. Uh, that's currently going on right now. And I mean, this one's because of an event. Or this is somebody's actual Garchomp. If the thing will scroll down. Um, here, let me, let me find this Garchomp. Singapore one. Yeah, Singapore Garchomp. It was for a certain um, event, and I can't remember why. Singapore distribution. It uh, was distributed to players who inserted a serial code that was inside select copies of X Pokemon X and Y at Comics Connection stores. Uh, that's, the Eng- that's the English one you're looking at, right? Garchomp from the dates you just mentioned. Yeah, uh, January 24th to March 31st. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm, I might be thinking of even a different, uh, yeah, that's the Singapore one. I'm, it says English language next to it. So I got confused. My bad. Uh, and then they're doing a, another Japanese one, uh, from March 15th, which just started until August 29th of both Charizards X and Y, depending on which game you have. 
which is awesome. But I wish they would give more events to us. Like that's the one thing I've, I've always kind of complained about was that we don't get as many events for things. Um, we get a lot of on location events like GameStop, which I hate going to, or mm. they started, they, I remember they did Toys R Us events once. It's terrible. There's I got a, no Toys R Us near us. It wasn't us. a fan pee. It was something fan blue, heart based. Manaphy? I think we've actually been talked about. Yeah, I think so. Maybe that wasn't, that was from game to game. That one was a weird event because the only way you could get, uh, um, Manaphy, not Manaphy, Fion, like the baby version of Manaphy was if you had the Pokemon Rangers Shadows of Almia game. Oh, okay, yeah. That one was interesting. I just didn't like the fact that I had, I mean, Shadows of Almia game was a good game. I played the entire thing. It, was, it wasn't bad. But I didn't like having to spend $35 just to get one Pokemon, because I'm pretty much paying for one Pokemon. You, you see what I'm saying? No, um, no, I understand. Yeah. Um, I think what they're saying when they say it's English language is mm-hmm. that its name will actually appear in English instead of um, either... Mandarin or Japanese or whatever dialect it would be. Singaporean? I don't know what, uh, what the language in Singapore is called, but yeah. Maybe Mandarin? Um, I'm not, I have, honestly, I have no idea. I had a friend from Singapore in high school, but I had no idea what language he spoke. Um, but yeah, I mean, that one is still going on. But regardless, what's this one? The uh, South Korean Garchomp and Charizard will be available uh, only in South Korea, unfortunately. Because of the, uh, the, uh, the World Championships Qualification Tournament. Which is nice. Hopefully they start doing other things like that over here for us. Because it's the World Championships. You know. It would be cool. Involve the world. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the world. World Cup. Oh, nice FIFA World Cup. there. Heck yeah. Oh yeah, you saw that? That was nice. Clever, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, the official mascots for uh, the Japan's uh, football, soccer team, whatever you want to call it. Uh were announced a little while a little while ago. They're actually in, uh, Nintendo's teaming up with Adidas, which is odd. I didn't even know either way because it's sports stuff. So Adidas, obviously, the clothing company. Um, uh, Adidas is actually the official sponsor of uh, the Japanese national football team. Which they went to Nintendo and was like, "Hey, Nintendo, you do a lot of Japanese stuff, right? Right. Let's go ahead and team up together." So they decided to. Team, uh, team up 10 Pokemon and that they're going to be all going to be the official mascots for uh, the Japanese uh, soccer team, football team, whatever you want to call it, the Blue Samurai. I thought this was cool. Yeah, I, I definitely... I, I like that they realized how big Pokemon is finally um, in relation <laughs> to Japan. So I'm glad that they actually, you know, use that as part of their uh, motivation. Get people, probably hopefully get help, even their own people excited for their team right exactly i mean it's not only you know obviously it'll bring a much younger generation watching you know soccer or football um i mean and then it brings other people like me i would never have really cared if if i if this didn't happen honestly because i yeah i watch the world cup but that's every four years yeah right so like this is actually getting me a little bit of a little bit excited for it and you know watching soccer every once in a while um but I think this is nice, and uh, like I said, there there uh, there's, actually, there's actually eleven Pokemon that will be um, it's Pikachu plus ten others. Uh, it's going to be uh, the three Kanto starters, the three Kalo starters, and then four others. So it's Pikachu, uh, it like huh? Meowth, Pancham, yeah, 
Helioptile, Helioptile and Litleo. And Litleo and uh, – yeah, you said Meowth. And then the, th- uh, the, the six starters, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, Chespin, Fennekin, and Froakie. And then obviously the, uh, the Star Child. Boy himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the Star Child <laughs> of uh, Pokemon, Pikachu. Um, but this is awesome. Like, I, I like the fact that they're, they're teaming up and they're doing uh, – obviously it's a big marketing deal. Um, it's a whole marketing ploy. I get it. You know, but I like it. It's it'll get other people interested in Pokemon and those who play Pokemon who are who are not interested in in soccer to be interested in, in soccer. It's it's a win win situation, which is always nice. Can I just say that the picture that they've released of um of all the the Pokemon in the jerseys is absolutely adorable. Picture. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, like I want a uh, Pikachu wearing that jersey or a right. Charmander wearing that jersey. Um actually oddly enough in the show notes um I'll 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 have you seen the picture with uh with Pikachu like posing in in No G- I haven't. Oh my god, it, it'll be in the show notes. I'll have I I don't have the image on me, so um let me try to do a quick Google search for you so I can send it to you. Um Pikachu Oh uh, no! I found it. I you found, found it. Okay, really you see that? Isn't that adorable? It'll be in the yeah, show notes, that trainers. Totally <laughs> trainers, it'll be in the show notes at PokedexRadio.com/slash seventy nine. It'll be if you're listening live, it'll be on there after the show. If you haven't already seen that uh, that picture, um, but if you're listening to it, uh, the re- the recorded podcast that you've downloaded, go to PokedexRadio.com/slash. I'm sorry, not seventy nine, seventy eight. What episode is this? Seventy eight, right? Yeah, this is seventy eight. Seventy eight. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, and he even has a. It says Pikachu on the back of his jersey. Oh no, it doesn't. Are you serious? I didn't <laughs> notice that. That's what it looks like in one of these pictures. Oh my goodness, it's absolutely adorable. Like I, I saw that picture and I was like, "That's it." I'm I'm watching every single soccer game from now on. Yeah, but I thought that was because uh, this made okay. Even though I've been watching the entire Indigo Plateau series on uh, Netflix. This image by itself and the fact they're wearing little clothing and everything reminded me of that episode. Um, it does say Pikachu on the back of his jersey. Um, <laughs> uh, reminded me of that uh, that one episode, uh, the uh, the island of the giant Pokemon. Oh, yeah. That they were all around just talking to each other and stuff. That's what this reminded me of. Like, I can imagine, you know, like these 11 Pokemon running around. A little soccer field, which would be an awesome game, by the way, Nintendo. If you're listening to me, because I mean you're probably not. Pokemon soccer. Pokemon soccer. Pokemon football. Po- yeah. However you wanna. Yeah. National. I, I would probably, you know, Pokemon FIFA 2014. Oh deal. yeah, exactly. Like they made a FIFA Street a few years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. FIFA Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They should do something like that because it'll be a nice little bridge between sports and Pokemon. Even though I'm not the biggest sports fan at all, but this is making me more interested in it. You know. Yeah. Uh, like they did with, um, like we were talking about earlier, Mario Tennis. Uh, they've had Mario Kart, obviously, which is racing. Um, the Olympic Mario and Sonic games that they've been coming out recently. That too. Uh, they even had the Winter Olympics as well for Mario and Sonic. Uh, what was the other one that they did? Um, Super Mario Strikers, which is their, oh, yeah. yeah, which is that soccer football game. Um, I don't think there was actually ever, an, was there an American football Mario game as well? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so Nintendo either. would want to see his um a Nintendo would want to see their their characters getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, well they Super Smash Brothers, dude, really? <laughs> well, different type of <laughs> Yeah, true. I I want to say that there was, but I, I don't think there was cuz there, no, there, there was there was golf, there was tennis. Um there was golf, right? I, I'm not There was basketball as well. No. Yeah. 
pretty sure there was basketball. I don't think so. Because I remember, um, if you remember in Melee, was it Melee? Yeah, it was Melee when Peach was able to like do her, I think it was like her down B move or whatever. She was she would be able to pull out a tennis racket, a golf club, and something else. I don't remember what it was. But it was kind of like, you know, hinting towards those other games that they were like, oh yeah, these are, you know, games that they've been in. It was a tennis Mario racket. Hoops. hoops. That's a real game? Yeah. Uh, shows how it much was, I pay uh, attention. for DS, I think. Yeah, it was for uh, Nintendo DS. That's that's why I don't know about it. I don't exactly. Follow, <laughs> I don't follow DS stuff as much as just just Pokemon. That's really really the only thing I care about for the DS or anything ported over like Legend of Zelda or something like that. Which is, uh, I need to start playing Legend of Zelda. I need to start playing Pokemon. I haven't played Pokemon in forever. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh let's see. We did the Garchomp thing. We did the World Cup thing. Was there anything else in these notes that I that we? The um kind of follow up to last week. Oh yeah, I was supposed to do it at the beginning of the show. Okay, we'll do that after we do the Pokemon of the episode then. Okay, let me see if I can cue this music up. We'll just sit here and talk for now uh, because this phone turned off. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this phone so much. All right, um, since we're pretty much doing this live, this is the reason you're you're hearing me messing up consistently all this time. All right, uh, where's the Pokemon of the episode? There it is. All right, now it's time for the Pokemon of the episode. Good enough. All right, there you go. All right, the Pokemon of the episode this week was actually voted for on the Facebook. I wasn't able to actually see exactly how the voting turned out or anything. I had to ask Craig, uh, which thank you, Craig, for helping me out with that. Um, Pokemon of the episode this week is Pokemon number 663, Talonflame. I believe there was a tie between Talonflame and something else. Uh, what did he say? That it was a tie between... Um, don't remember. For some reason, I can't see my messages. Uh Talonflame and something else. What was it? Regardless, it doesn't matter. 663 Talonflame. Talonflame is um, the bird Pokemon, pretty much, from the Kalos region. It is a fire and flying type Pokemon. Uh, you can find it in the wild of 50-50 male-to-female ratio. Talonflame, though, you cannot find it in the wild. Uh, you have to um, first either find a Fletchling or a um, Fletchinder. That's how you pronounce it? Yeah, because I think it's supposed to be like off Tinder. Cinder. Cinder, there we go. Yeah. Um, uh, Fletchinder, though, you can find in the Friend Safari. Not sure if it's the fire-type Friend Safari or the flying-type Friend Safari, or they or, or if they're interchangeable at all. Um, but either way, Fletchling can be found. Pokemon X and Y, it is a Kalos region uh, Pokemon. You can find it on Route 2 or Route 3. Um it's pretty much that beginner bird Pokemon, like Pidgey was, like Hoot Hoot was, like Taylor was, like Star Star Raptor, no Star Rape, no. Um, Star. Oh my, I can't think of it. Because Staraptor is the second one, Staravia is the third one, or I mean, Staravia is the second one, Staraptor is the third one. What was it? Starry? Was it? No, no. something too, similar. Too simple. Regardless, yeah, that is that sounds too simple, but uh, regardless, um. Uh, Fletchling evolves into Fletchinder at level 17. Fletchinder then evolves into Talonflame at level 35. Pretty much kind of generic bird evolving levels. Um, Talonflame is known as the Scorching Pokemon. Fletchinder is known as the Ember Pokemon. And uh, Fletchling, the tiny version, is known as the Tiny Robin Pokemon. Um, 
its abilities. It has one of two different abilities. Either it's normal ability or if you can get it, it's hidden ability. Uh, Fletchling has the ability Big Pex, uh, which its defense cannot be lowered. Uh, but once it evolves into Fletchinder, um, and then it stays on as uh, a Talonflame, Fletchinder has the uh, ability Flame Body, which the opponent has a 30% chance of being induced with a burn when using an attack that requires physical content, uh, contact against uh, either your Fletchinder or Talonflame, which is nice. And it and helps... Um, the egg thing, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, if you have it in your party while trying to hatch an egg... It counts uh, every step counts for two steps, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah, I think it does cut it in half, which is it, it, that's always a good thing. You know, you never want to have to spend any more time than you actually have to. So if you have it, um, I think it, I know the old games you had to have it uh, as the first Pokemon in your party. I don't know if that's still a thing. I think now it just has to be in the party that they don't need to like be next to each other at all. Okay, um, and its hidden ability, its hidden ability stays the same. Its entire uh, evolution life cycle whatever you want to call it uh his hidden ability is gale wings uh all flying type moves have their speed priority increased by one um not exactly sure what that means because i'm not a competitive battler i know there's you know quick attack obviously has a higher speed priority than something like tackle um and uh not sure exactly what that means but either way your moves will usually be a little bit faster um when using uh, when having this ability of Gale Wings. Let's see. And I looked it up, mm-hmm. and it looks like you can get um, Fletchender. You can get it in both the Flying and in the Fire Pokemon Safari. Perfect. Okay. So that, that makes that makes sense, too, because it's a Flying-type Pokemon. Obviously, a fly, it's a bird Flying-type Pokemon, and it's a Fire, which was nice. I loved that this Pokemon... Obviously, Fletchling is only a normal Flying, but once it evolves into Fletchender, it becomes Fire Flying... And then Talonflame, it stays fire flying. But I love the fact that there was, it's, it's a love and hate thing. Because as you remember, we were talking about uh, like <laughs> months ago, I had too many fi- uh, fire type Pokemon. I think yeah. I even mentioned on the show a couple times, too many fire type Pokemon. Obviously, I chose Fennekin as my starter. I caught a Fletchling. Then I got Charmander. And then I had Litleo. The from the event. And then the Torch. I didn't, I never used her. Or him. Aww. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, like I didn't start my game, my my other game, so I only have one, which kind of sucks, but whatever. Um, so I have to be careful with it. Yeah, <laughs> I have to be careful. I don't delete it or anything, or like release it. That would be the dumbest thing I ever did. Um, but um, and then I had uh, Litleo. I didn't use the Torchic. I then I had a Houndoom. I mean Houndour, because I I wanted Houndour. Uh, and then I had Pancham, but he's dark and fighting. So I had like five Pokemon that were all fire types on my team. I ended up getting rid of Litleo though. It was it was too weak for me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, I did like him as a Pokemon, but yeah. I just maybe I I was just not using him correctly because I didn't feel like he was very effective. That, that's how I felt too. I mean, his stats were too low. Its move pool was not exactly the greatest or anything like that. But it was it was still good. Like Talonflame. If you look at Talonflame's move pool, it's it's not bad. I mean, let's let's go down to even uh, um, Fletchling here. Fletchling only learns one fire type move. I believe once it evolves, it can learn more. Uh, and there's flame charge. Let's see what else. Yeah, just pretty much two fire type moves it can learn. Um, but then you can use, I think it's the heart scale still, and you can have a move tutor teach it uh, its other one or the uh, thing. Um, but yeah, it only has two fire type moves, which is ember, flame charge, 
and then Flare Blitz, uh, which is Fletchinder's, you know, move that you can tutor it uh, to learn. And then it can also learn, like, Sunny Day, Flamethrower, Flame Blast through TMs, Overheat through TMs, Incinerate Willow, well, not really Will-O-Wisp, but... Um, yeah, that has a much better move pool than something like Litleo, and I feel slightly better stats. Not exactly the best, but decent ones. Um, let's go over the stats here really quickly. HP 78, attack 81, defense 71, special attack 74, special defense 69, and a speed of 126. Great speed, obviously. Yeah, um, and, uh... Looks like attack isn't, well, they're all basically about even. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of, yeah, pretty much across the board. Its attack is obviously better than a special attack, but for me, if I were to raise a Pokemon, I would like to see these numbers, you know, hitting around 90, you know, 85, 90, not not as low as, you know, in in the 70s, 71 for a defense. It's not bad. It's not a bad defense, actually. Um, Special defenses. Special, yeah. It's it's a it's not it's not terrible. It's not the worst Pokemon in the world, but it's not it's yeah. obviously not the best one. I like. I think like Talonflame's definitely supposed to. And again, um, who's it that does the competitive build? Dre. Dre, like he'll probably uh, touch on this when he does it. Yeah. But I'm assuming he Talonflame's supposed to be like a a quick hitter. Just go in there quickly. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Possible. Like a like a fast, not not really sweeper, but kind of like an annoyer kind of Pokemon, which which would be nice. Let's see here. Um. Craig, thank you. Um, Eevee was the uh, the one that tied uh, with uh, with Talonflame for the Pokemon in the episode today. I'm glad it wasn't Eevee because I was like, I'll just flip a coin to figure out what it is, and Talonflame came up, uh, which is the way I make most of my decisions: flipping a coin. If it's a fifty fifty deal, my girlfriend knows this. If it's a fifty fifty decision to do anything. I'll just flip a coin. Um, so it was either Eevee or Talonflame, and I was hoping it wasn't going to be Eevee because that's going to be a long Pokemon of the episode. Yeah, Eevee, right. uh, I'm pretty sure he should just probably get his own episode I'm, of how many different evolutions he has. I'm probably going to have to eventually because <laughs> I, I wanted to do it when Sylveon came out. But then I was like, no, because there's probably going to be another evolution in this generation and there wasn't. But then I know there's going to have to be other ones. There's going to have to be a dragon. There's going to have to be a normal. All right, we got the fairy one right off the bat. We need, we need a steel. Fighting. Fighting. Bug. What else? I remember Flying. I once saw a picture where um they kind of had like concept pictures for yeah. all the different uh, versions of Eevee, mm-hmm. and it looked cool. And I hope that maybe eventually they do do one for each type. I, I think it'd be really interesting. I think they would have to do one for each type eventually, because Eevee, obviously being you know the weird genetic, I think it's I think it's even known as the genetic Pokemon or the DNA Pokemon, one of the two. Um, even in a lot of its flavor texts, like the Pokedex entries and stuff like that say that it has like an odd DNA and it pretty much can adapt to anything. So we would have to see every evolution. And I think, and this is just me, you know, blowing, uh, blowing hot air. But I think that once they finish with all of the evolutions, that would be it for Pokemon. Yeah, probably. Probably. But uh, one thing that I saw, and sorry to go off track. I yeah. mean, I knew we were supposed to be talking about Talonflame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, just stole, you yeah, know, true, right? Talonflame's thunder. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I saw this picture once. It was like a comic where it was about Eevee. And it was kind of sad because it was like from Eevee's perspective. He's like, everyone always wants me to change and everything. Mm-hmm. 
but and like it shows you know Eevee's getting like changed to different the different um Eevee types and then in like the final panel it's like no one ever wants me to be me and then it's like this one uh trainer just walks up and like grabs Eevee and hugs him just like normal Eevee I've seen that I think I've seen that before yeah like that feels bro kind of deal yeah basically. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah I know I think I've seen that too but uh, I guess we're done talking about Talonflame. So that was the Pokemon of the episode uh, for today. Pokemon number 663, Talonflame. Now, before we end the show... talking about him, actually. Yeah. I just want to say his shiny version, I like it more than normal, just because it makes him look more like Regal to me. Yeah, it has that little bit more of like a gold hint to it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a nice, and I want one. I don't. It's difficult it'll, as it'll be, I want one. Yeah, you would need to get a, a Japanese one or or one from just another region, um, another language game, and breed just constantly, <laughs> and you'll eventually you'll get one because I think it's a lot. I know it's a lot faster if you breed with something from another a Pokemon from another uh, region. But let's sit here. Um, what I wanted to do at the beginning of today's episode, but I forgot, um, was kind of clarify a lot of the stuff, and I want to do this quick too because like we've been. It's, this episode is going to be coming in at over an hour, uh, which is fine. But I wanted to clarify some things that I mentioned last episode. And I was having a, uh, a conversation in the comments uh, of last episode's show over at pokedexradio.com slash 77. Um, let's see. Let's just go to that link right now. Pokedexradio.com slash 77. Uh, what, it, uh, what it was was I was having a conversation with three people pretty much. I mean, not really conversation, but... Um, I replied to three people that went ahead and commented on the episode. And first off was, um, I believe it was, uh, Hinaku who commented, uh, cause the last episode, if you didn't hear it was about how, um, these extremist and, uh, some religious organizations, how they hated Pokemon so much back when it first started. Um, and I didn't really want to get the idea to have uh, people think that, you know, it's, I'm completely, you know, anti-Christian, anti-these organizations or anything like that, which I have my own opinions, which are regardless of what Pokedex radio is. I have my own personal opinions outside of the show, things that I don't want to discuss in the show. Um, but Hinaku says for the record, my parents are Christians and uh, sure. At first they were a little wary with it because of all these crazy stories. But after watching a few episodes with me, I even taught my dad how to play a few games. They didn't see anything wrong with it. I guess what I'm trying to say is that not all religious people are against it, which is fine, which it, I completely understand. And I'm glad, uh, Hinaku, that your parents were cool with it. And, and Renee, you can chime in at any time. Cause like, um, I'm assuming you were uh, uh, raised, um, uh, Christian or Catholic, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was raised Catholic as well, which I mentioned also in my reply. Cause, uh, and let me just read my reply real quickly. It's kind of long, but I'll read it. Uh, that I'm not discrediting all religious people because obviously there are those who are, you know, a little bit smarter, you know, that can tolerate other people, if not tolerate or at least uh, under, be a little bit more understanding. Um, but I said, Hinaku, um, I'm not discrediting all religious people, but you do have to admit that there are some extremists that don't think before they take action, like this dude who stabbed the Pikachu. Um, that I was raised Catholic, but I never, but I never took a stand against Pokemon, nor did it, nor did anybody in my family. Uh, in fact, that my mom bought me my first Game Boy with Pokemon Blue version when I was nine years old. Obviously, who else was going to buy it for me, right? Uh, but she did not need to look into Pokemon first because she knew that I would be able to make that judgment call on my own 
and she taught me from right from wrong um, and knows that I'm able to do the right thing uh, when time comes for it. Uh, my mom is understanding like that and uh, that I feel relieved when I hear people can be understanding of others' likes and dislikes. And I'm happy that uh, Hinaku's parents uh, did not see anything wrong with Pokemon because obviously there isn't and allowed you to keep playing. And if there is something wrong, it's these extremists that butcher a poor stuffed Pikachu like savages and burn Pokemon cards. Those complete those people are completely messed up in the head. Yeah, I will. Um, I know my parents. Uh, Pokemon, they never had a problem with. Um, my mom, when growing up, she was she was very. Um, I don't want to say she tried to shelter me, mm-hmm. but there were certain things like she would kind of like she'd let me do it, but at the same time, like she was personally like didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But she knew I was just like you. You know, smart enough not to you know right be quote-unquote corrupted yeah um because i remember she i never liked that i read like all the harry potter books oh um, really yeah you know it was just um she always felt like and then i've heard this not just from my own um family but i've heard it in in general from other people as well where they believe because it's um dealing with magic that that's a oh. a very unchristian thing mm-hmm um and and i mean i i do understand but i mean it, at the end of the day they're not just um about whatever those concepts are there's more to them there's some I mean camaraderie bravery friendship all that everything else that's going in i mean yeah sure maybe it might be in these magic universes or um in pokemon universe and fantasy and all that yeah. but i mean it's teaching more than whatever the actual subject is it's teaching um like i said all those other good aspects good things to it exactly and that's what i that's what I, I think i mentioned that in the last episode as well that Pokemon, and let me read this other um, this other comment as well. Actually, this will actually help with this uh, comment from Etho on the last episode. He says, "Finally, this." Um, I was talking about how Pokemon is evil, how, po- how it can corrupt kids and things like that. He says, "Finally, this has been going on uh, in my life forever. Pokemon can, can make the bratty more bratty, and even a kid steal. I've seen kids in Walmart steal Pokemon plush plushes, uh, plushies, whatever you want to call them, uh, and when the alarms went off." He bribed his mother for it. But, and my, it was a pretty long reply. I'm going to read it quickly. Um, I said, Etho, it's not Pokemon that makes a bratty kid more bratty or want to steal. Yes, I've seen kids steal Pokemon things at times, but I've seen plenty of people steal other things too. I used to work at a retail store and watch the kids steal a box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. It wasn't really a box. It was like 60 bucks worth of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um, yeah, it was a lot. And the kid was out, out with the cop in the car and everything. He was like 14, 15. The cop eventually let him go. Um, but not without, you know, taking down all of his information and everything, but he let the kid go pretty much scot-free. Um, but I said, I used to work at a retail store, watch the kids steal a box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. There's likely an underlying issue with the person which compelled him or her to steal. Uh, I've seen kids go crazy because they wanted to eat ice cream, but it's not that it's the ice cream's fault that they're going crazy. It's the person's lack of self-control and discipline. Uh, please don't put the blame on Pokemon. There are many reasons that could compel a thief to steal or a brat to be more bratty. In many cases, especially when it's a child who acts out, I blame the parents for not teaching their children what's right from wrong. If anything, Pokemon teaches that stealing is wrong. For example, you're not allowed to steal another trainer's Pokemon and Team Rocket are considered the bad guys because they're, they are thieves and trying to steal. Um, and then in the, the last comment, I'm not going to read my reply or anything for it. Well, actually, I am because I actually like my reply for that one. Um, uh, Haikila, I don't know how to pronounce your name, John, but um, 
I kill I it's his his last name. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I'm sorry, John, but um he said good podcast this week and he kind of attributed um what Pokemon is uh, was at least 10 years ago to even 20 years ago during the age of when Dungeons and Dragons was was such a big thing, people going around playing it, people thinking you're worshiping the devil and all this other deal and it's it it's just not that. And so I replied um cuz a lot of these people are trying to stop us from enjoying the things that we like to do, right? Um I said, I'm honestly not surprised that this has been going on for much longer than Pokemon. I mean, and let me stop reading my comment here. It's going on with music. It's going on with movies, uh, with video games like we're seeing now. It's going on with comic books 60, 70 years ago. It's never going to end. People are always going to stop us from doing things that we enjoy doing that are harmless. And I said, and I think it's mm-hmm. a lot of it. They just, no one wants to take responsibility for when something goes wrong. Thank you. Yes. Nobody wants to take that responsibility. If if a parent sees that their kid is acting out, they're going to be pointing at you know the Dungeons and Dragons you know set thing, or pointing at the Pokemon cards, or pointing at the video games, or pointing at the music and saying, "No, this is the reason my kid is doing wrong." Instead of, "Hey, no, pay attention to your child and figure out what they're doing. You know, be a part of what they're doing." So getting involved in with what they're doing, exactly. under, get an understanding of what they're doing, and not just yes. that, just what they're doing, but them themselves. Yes. Exactly. Like actually talk to them. Right. Listen to them, which is a huge thing that I feel like a lot of parents don't do. Like, exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So let me, hear, let me uh, finish reading this. Uh, I said, what does shock me is that certain hardcore groups are so determined to control the minds of others that they would resort to creating misinformation to scare people. And the reason I mentioned this, cause he also put an article, which I added to last, uh, last week's episode. Um, it's about uh, how we won the war on Dungeons and Dragons. That's what the article is called. Um, it was about people spreading misinformation about uh, younger kids uh, in young teen years um, committing suicide because and they and they claim that it was because of Dungeons and Dragons when in reality these children had much uh, many other issues and that they just so happened to enjoy this game too. Um, but I said, uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, is, a sim- is simply a game where you play an imaginary an, an imaginary character in an imaginary world. So what's so bad about it? And that this reminds me of George Orwell's 1984 and thought crimes, um, that one could commit. If you can, if you think of something that big brother deems wrong, then you're a bad person or a criminal just for thinking about that thing that people are trying to control us and saying, Hey, we don't want you playing Pokemon. This is bad for you because you're summoning demons out of little tiny metal spheres balls whatever pokeballs um check out the article that he that he put in uh, pokedexradio.com slash 77 you could either scroll all the way down to the comments or I, I even added it to the show notes um i mean that's what always has bugged me about pokemon i mean about people hating pokemon or disliking pokemon or not realizing that it's just a video game in the end it's just a video game yeah, yeah. um yeah, it goes back to, you know, people just want to blame stuff. But, I mean, when you really look down on it, Pokemon, video games, music, it's, it's well, let's just go with at least video games and Pokemon yeah. and TV and movies. Those have only been around so long. Right. Wars have been going around since probably the beginning of man. Violence, destruction, hatred have been around for thousands, if not millions of years. Exactly. Pokemon was created 
just over 20 years ago. I mean, at least really kind of like brought out to the public just over 20 years ago. I'm not sure what uh, Satoshi uh, Tajiri, when he came up with it in his mind. Right, exactly. So it's like, why blame this when clearly there's much bigger issues out there than, than, than this that's actually causing these, unfortunately, these situations where kids are committing suicide. Uh, a lot of things like the Columbine incident and just stuff that I don't really want to bring up in this show. But it it wasn't Eminem's fault. It wasn't uh, what's his face with his crazy makeup and everything's fault. Insane Clown Posse? Marilyn Manson. Oh. Those people are crazy too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, and then there was Kiss before that. But, but Kiss is always Kiss good. Was just Kiss mean. is amazing. Was fun. But yeah, it was just a bunch of dudes having fun wearing makeup. And, and so was everybody else. Like Marilyn Manson, he's having fun doing his thing. But it's not, uh, I, I don't know how to, let's just, let me, let me just End stop. End of the day, it just comes down to be a parent. Yeah, be, be responsible for your own actions or even for your children's actions um, that are out there. And it's not that I'm sitting here saying that all these organizations are bad because they can do good things. But then you turn around and you see these other extremists, and this goes for any religion, any organization that's out there, left, uh, left, ring, uh, left wing, right wing, you know, whatever, religious or not, there's always the nut jobs out there, yep. regardless of how good you think an organization is. You know, a lot of people, at least here, let's say here in the United States, a lot of people hate, you know, the Republicans, you know, because and then the even further right the tea party and all that stuff, but I don't want to get into government, but just making an example. And a lot of people hate the Democrats and even further, you know, left of that. But there are some, you know, normal logical people in both of those areas. And then there's the, then there's the nut jobs. Like this dude's dad. You're crazy people, no matter where you go. Exactly. Uh, and, people always go a little too crazy for whatever they believe in. And, and I'm sure there's even some like, crazy people who like Pokemon out there who, who go nuts for this stuff. I mean, you've seen these other people. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the articles of, you know, people marrying characters in video games, like slow down. You know, <laughs> did you even propose first? Did she say yes? I doubt it. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, like those, like there's always the extremists in whatever area of life that there is take responsibility for your own kids, people. And I know that there are, uh, you know, parents that listen to this show and, and I'm sure they agree with me as well. Welcome to parenting with Pokedex radio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it for the show. Let's go ahead. Let's end this thing. It's been a little over an hour now. All right. Thank you so much trainers for going ahead and listening to today's show. If you're doing it live over pokedexradio.com slash live, thank you so much for listening to us here. And while I'm sitting here trying to find the music, trying to make up more stuff to talk about, um, Let's see what else. Um, yeah, let's just start the music there. All right. That's it for today's show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you downloaded the show, thank you for that. If you have any comments about what we talked about today, please go ahead, put them in the show notes over at pokedexradio.com slash 78. Um, like as I mentioned before, uh, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Pokedex Radio. Follow my good friend Renee over here at Renee Only One E. That's the number one. Uh, Renee Only One E uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, let's see what else. Subscribe if you haven't over on iTunes, Stitcher. I use Beyond Pod. Whatever you use, if you haven't 
the ability to give us like a thumbs up or like a star or whatever, please give us a thumbs up or five stars or whatever the highest number is there. Really appreciate it, trainers. Renee, any last words? Sign up on the forum on the forums if you haven't done so already. Yes, sign up on the forums. There's always a good conversation there. You could always trade your friend codes with other people there as well. There's a friend code master list. You put your friend code at the bottom. When I get around to it, I'll add it to the list, and you just add everybody else that's there as well. Just so you can also do the friend safari deal as well with that too. Um, all right, but that's it for today's show, trainers. Again, my name is Austin. That's Renee. Letting you know. <laughs> letting you know to live laugh and catch them all. We'll see you guys next time trainers. podcast is a flashlight studios production copyright 2014 flashlight studios for more information you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com or for the pokedex radio at pokedexradio.com and thank you for listening